pandemic trapped a bunch of aging role-playing gamers in their homes, forcing them to crawl out of their pen and paper comfort zone and into the online world of virtual tabletops and video calls. To join them as they raise the curtain to share their stories, insights, and love all things geek. Welcome to the Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. Assholes. Hello and welcome to the Advanced Age Roleplaying Gamers Podcast. Bonus episode, Meet the Cast. We want you to get to know the cast and um, I'm going to start out, I'm Tyr, I'm one of the players in the game. Uh, my co-host for this uh, this week is... Hello, as I, Sean, uh, and I'm uh, here to uh, assist in this grueling interview, 60 minute style interview with uh, we're going about to have... Um, we want to get to know the cast a little bit better, and and we're and uh, way what better way than to share some of their history and gaming and how it has played uh, played a role in their lives. So, without further ado, let's meet our cast member. Go ahead, Nathan. Uh, you just give it away. Yeah, no. Well, you know that's the thing. Now, no now they know who I am. They already know who I am now. Okay, then we we're, can end the interview. Tears. You want to close? You know what? Why don't we just go into a half an hour talking about us, Sean? Fuck <laughs> this guy. man. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, what, why don't you start out? Tell us what was the first game you ever played? First system. What do you remember about it? Uh, so uh, I met this guy in middle school. It was so goddamn long ago. I'm Wait like a 12 minute. Or 13. This was a dice cream truck incident, was it? No. Okay, just checking. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Tears met him. Sean knows who he is. But but I met this guy. Uh, he was a transfer student from California. Just came to my middle school, and we started hanging out. And and literally in his basement. He introduced me to uh, Red Box D and D, uh, and and yeah, it, and we just played uh, we just played together for a while uh, before we added a, a couple a couple more players, and then eventually we had a, like a D and D club in middle school. It was Red Box D and D, um, and yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I was really hooked, and like I still play with this guy like once every six weeks or so. Well, wow, that's, that's like, good. You know, that's that's a long freaking time to, so, to play. You know, a game or or know know somebody and, and stay consistently in touch with somebody for for that long. So that's, that's so awesome. to, so to clarify, just to clarify something that for me, when you got together and played with each other, that you are talking about the red box D and D, right? Uh, mostly. Okay, just checking. Mostly. You know, that's that's an experimental age. We just want to. You know, show our sensitivity to the subject, and uh, yeah, he checked a few boxes on my purity test uh, uh, form too. So, oh, okay, is that, is, that that, is that that sheet you have posted on our wall that's all just all red ink now? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I tell you, Boy Scouts is wild. You know, that's another story for another day. <laughs> it's like band yeah. camp. <laughs> A lot like Bane. All right. Well, well t- tell us tell us about your first character. What, what do you remember about it? Uh, so again, um, so we're playing D anD D, and I guess we must have had one of the uh, advanced D anD D books at some point because uh, we built these twin characters um, 
they're monks, and we like, we just cheated the whole time. Monks, all, uh, monks, yeah, really, monks. Wow, yeah, okay. we, we cheated all our dice rolls, but we, we didn't know any better. That that was probably a Dragon Magazine thing. Oh. That's that's what that sounds like. I mean, because even the first edition AD and D, I don't think had monks. Yeah, but the Dragon Magazine would send stuff yeah. out with characters. I'm used to get it. I remember now. I used yeah, because that's what I remember. That's where I read about some of. The, I could be. Who my knows? memory is not that not that great, but I have a lot of favorite characters. Uh, actually, my my all time favorite kind of gaming experience was uh, in uh, Lee's game at college, um, where uh, Matt and I were playing Half Brothers. He was playing a, a half orc, and I was playing a <sighs> he was playing a half orc assassin, and I was playing a, uh, a a human fighter. And we're brothers, but like a lot of people didn't. Because uh, because it's a college game, so players would come in and out. Uh, and not everybody knew that we I, were half brothers. I didn't know. Uh, I came in in the middle, like near the end of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know. I didn't, yeah, I know. Yes, that would get me into uh, yeah. Grew and Landro was my fighter, who's and he was like a happy go lucky guy at first, but but just being around Grew really kind of like. Yes. Darkened him, and, and <laughs> I just remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just remember. Uh, so we had, we had the same had the same mother, and this uh, this other guy came in, uh, and I actually saw him at Renfest last year, and I kind of apologized for everything we did to him. But oh no, Marco! Uh, no, not, not Marco. No, no, Marco. Uh, not Marco. Vaughn. I'm sorry, Vaughn. Oh, Vaughn. Yeah, the guy. Oh yeah. So, uh, he like. He had it in for Gru, like his character had it in for for Matt's character Gru, and he said something uh, uh, said something really awful about Gru's mother, which also happened to be my mother. This is the only time I ever larked. Like we we both both Matt and I stood up at the same exact time at the table and reached for our imaginary swords, <laughs> like. No, didn't look at each other. Didn't didn't plan. It was just like spontaneously, you know. We're, we're at this like, big conference room table and standing up. Oh, it was it was so funny. Yeah, uh, I think I remember that actually. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I think it's time for a crossfire question. Yes, it is. Sean, are you ready with yours? Uh, yeah. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready with mine. Go with yours. Go with okay. yours first. All right, Nathan. Ten seconds to respond. Who was your favorite Spice Girl? Uh, sporty. Okay. All right. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's like, it's know. like a B minus. That's all right. All right, Sean, go. I think that's the one that's been right. to soccer So, so uh, <laughs> this is a very serious question. It's deep detail. Which, which is your favorite Terminator movie? Uh, two. T2. T2? Okay. Yeah. That, respect. respect. That's respect. Okay, that's good. Okay, moving on. We'll move on from that point on. Uh, which is my favorite Star Wars movie? <laughs> Well, okay, which one? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> Return of the Bone? I mean, I'm sorry. What's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. That's the first strike spec. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's the, the, yeah. the poster behind me. Oh, oh I see. Uh, that's why. <laughs> like pointing at this poster. I will say this. You were just listening to this. Yeah. I will say this with that game that Lee ran. And that's one of the only, I mean, a lot of Lee games I had, I was very frustrated. I felt they were too scripted. That one wasn't, though. And uh, oh, no. and I never saw a game where people we always had to play good characters here, you know. And Matt's character wasn't good, and he killed other player characters. And I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. 
I helped. Yeah, you helped. And I would sit there like, what do I do? Because I don't, uh, you know, I was like, do I just go along with this? And it was just, it was really interesting. I, I liked the character. Uh, I, I tell you uh, that I remember that because that really, that was like such a moment for me because that really uh, kind of affected the way, and this is probably another question there, that affected the way I, I uh, DM or GM is, I don't mind inter-party conflict. I mm-hmm. it's it's natural. I, like I don't want to like rein people in. Uh, I like a little bit of chaos. Um, I uh, I like consequences. Uh, so when players do something stupid, uh, there are consequences. Yes. Um, so uh, you know, and I like things to be. You know, I like it a little dark. I like it uh, things to be hard because um, otherwise. You know, and and that kind of just that kind of situation really is like a really put me down this path of like a okay, this is you know you know I'm not gonna uh, write too much down. I'm gonna try and be as improvisational as possible, um, which is hard because sometimes you guys are uh, really throw uh, throw me for a loop. <laughs> Parlay. Parlay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not one session. Not well, not even in the bonus episode can I escape that. Hey, listen up. Uh, nope. Listen, if, if I had been playing one of my re- normal characters instead of a, uh, a Hero Forge cleric, I would have fucking slapped the fuck out of your paladin and said, no, we're not parlaying. So, well, but... Paladin is kind of a badass. I mean, come on. He was the first. Look, it it was, it was, you guys did what you wanted to do. I wasn't wasting your time. Well, listen, as you bravely ran away after all the giants came out, I thought that that's when I started laughing about the parlays. Like, that really worked out for you. So, but you know, you played it. That's fine. Hey, Nathan, real quick, why don't we move on to your favorite game system? I'm interested to see how you answer this. Yeah. For those of you who don't know Nathan, there are shelves and shelves and shelves of game systems. Right behind all him. that. Yeah, I think his whole house is pretty much a game system. Yeah, that's, actually, I moved like most of them to the basement. I've got another bookshelf down there. Uh, that's mostly just books now and some of my three D printed stuff. But uh, yeah, all right. But, so uh, what, yeah, what is the favorite? So, Tell us. It, I am. I I have a such gaming ADD like. Like anytime there's something new, I just want to try it out. So I, I really like the whole free league uh, year zero engine. That's what we're uh, doing right now with the uh, this uh, this alien game that we just finished up, and that we're starting up uh, pretty soon with the uh, Twilight Two Thousand. Um, so I, I like it because you know it, it's gritty. Um, there's a lot of chances for 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 failure and and uh, you know you, you I think it rewards you if you survive because <laughs> you feel like you've really accomplished something so I, I like that a lot you know, D&D fifth uh, edition uh, fits like like an old glove um, and so there's like there's just so much comfort there and I, you don't have to think about it you you know what it is you you know how to play you don't and, and Five E feels to me a lot like earlier editions, where it's just not so complicated. Three and a, three three point five, which a lot of people love, I think just add a lot of just just a lot of mechanics, a lot of fiddly bits. And, and fourth edition was fun for what it was, but fifth edition really feels uh, it's got a lot, a, enough new stuff in it. 
but it's still a lot of callbacks to uh, to earlier editions that that makes it comfortable. And running things like like I did with, with you against the Giants, which is an old an older module, it felt like playing you know back then. So so you know I, I can't say I can't pick a favorite. You know they're all my babies. That's fine. I mean I I, I echoed you. I think in my interview five E, <laughs> I love. I think five E is the most diverse. Uh, system out there right now because you could do anything with it just about they they've that dts well it's not tsr but dnd adnd they have years of experience like 50 years almost now so they got the best uh they got the best system i think uh, it's, it's an adaptable system too you can use it to play other games uh, you know to play other settings other than you know high fantasy low fantasy um, you know, I've seen I've seen people use it for uh, Sean and I. I know we're into the uh, some of the dark fantasy games uh, yeah. podcasts that are out on the web right now. Um, dark dice, things like that. You know, they're just it, yeah. it, it lends it lends itself pretty well. Yeah, you could play a Cthulhu like game with the five E. Basically, uh, you add stress dice and yeah. you get the yeah. It's pretty. It could be pretty pretty interesting. All right, you can't pick a favorite game. No. Tell us about your favorite character. You gotta have a favorite character, like one you would go back to if you could. Man, um, so I guess I talked about that Landro D and D character a bit, but uh, uh, there was probably my the one of the ones I had most fun was um, in the old Vampire the Masquerade <laughs> game. Um, I had this Malkavian, and I, didn't even, I, I don't even remember his name. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, uh, but I just, uh, I just loved Clan Cadiff. Uh, yeah, Clan Cadiff. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of fun playing and running running that system, and I, and I actually, like I, you know, I, I still have like a ton of books. I'd go back to that in a heartbeat. Um, but, but yeah, this this Malkavian, I just like. Love playing uh, someone that was like so free and, and like saw stuff at like a uh, that was just uh, that wasn't there necessarily. <laughs> well, I thought um, it was, uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought that character so Tyr doesn't know this, but not you're from my perspective, the basis of the characters. And if you're not familiar with Vampire, the Masquerade at the time, you had clans and Cadiff had no clan, they were just right. free vampires. <laughs> so you said. You wanted a voice. You were like the social advocate for the Cadiff. You're like, yeah. we were going to become a clan and join, and that was the goal. And we all sort of first were laughing at him. We did. We laughed at this guy's nuts. And then we're like, hey, it sort of got to the point. Let's just join in. And then and, and it became a thing. And then you were almost assassinated a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. So it became really intense. I, I remember that thinking, man, this is this guy's Dathan. Man, what the hell is he doing? And then I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So I, I like that I don't character. Know where you got that from? Yeah, that was that was fun. I, I remember in college playing. I, I played a lot of werewolf. Um, mm. You know, people played vampire. I played werewolves in vampire games. I I love that. I love that setting and that system. It was good. Yeah, and they they've updated it. Uh, you know, I've got the was the twentieth anniversary edition. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd go back to that in a heartbeat. There's I, sometime you know after all this, we got to sit down and really talk about. What other games we we want to try out? Well, you know what? Why don't we go into tell yeah? Us, next question: what, what what game what what games are you running right now? So I'm running uh or, or playing in. Uh, 
So I'm running the uh, D&D 5th edition game right now that's that's been kind of put on the back burner. Um, I'm spending a lot of time doing this. <laughs> um, and I've been running that for a couple of years now. It's really just like a, every month, month and a half. And, and you know, so it's like my longest, longest friend, probably like 47 years now I've known the guy. Not 47. What am I saying? About to say, what the fuck? 37. <laughs> He was two years. He, he, he was two years old, and they uh, started rolling dice. Come on, bitch! So I'm not doing math. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, so it's really is is like my excuse to kind of hang out with him for a few hours, um, uh, which is great. And but uh, so uh, so I'm doing that. I'm in a Starfinder game uh, that Matt's running. Yep. Well, I just finished up the uh, the Alien game with you guys, which. I tell you, I, I love, I love that whole game. I, I love the characters you played, even though, like these were like, you know, scripted characters that, that were like handed to you, and you just took took those characters and like, and ran with them. The, uh, it just, it, it just, I just, it really felt like uh, you guys had created these characters from scratch. I was, I'm just really like, because uh, sometimes with with uh, with pregens, it's hard to do is is take a pregen and and turn that into your own thing. But man, you guys really really did that. Well, you also got to let us do it. So thank you for that. Because if you hadn't, it wouldn't have been as, as fun. And it also had been a very lame vanilla podcast. Uh, so and we would just be like, we would have no followers when we start this. So uh, I, I wish we were we were able to record that whole thing because that would have been. Uh, there's so many funny moments uh, going back and listening to those. And I, I just feel like we're going to have like a, like a, I'm going to have to sneak a little bear claw uh, somewhere in, you know, in, in, in every story from like now until, you know, until I die. So those Twilight 2000, just going through the rules again, getting ready for this, uh, it has uh, hit locations. Uh, yeah, so, that's right. It does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys are going to get. Oh, we're going to get fucked up, man. No, I mean, you really, we're going to get, I mean, I think we, uh, Chris had mentioned, uh, I think you were still on. Uh, No, no, you ran off by then. Uh, You had something else to do. Uh, uh, But uh, Chris had talked about this weekend, sitting down and going over making a character uh, here, as I remember. So we might actually do that just to prep for the, uh, for making our characters. So we have an idea what we're going to make. Um, for Twilight 2000. But hey, uh, real quick, so to keep things moving, why'd you get into role playing games? Uh, I think you might have answered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just, yes, yeah, friends and, and stayed in to keep friends. Now, it's, it's really. But now it's more important. We have another crossfire question. And I'm going to ask you the first yeah. question. This, the first question is when is the first time you remember Matt getting drunk and falling asleep on the shitter? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there was a period our friend, our good friend Matt, who's a co-DM, and get drunk. absolutely no relation to the Matt who's on this go on this game. No, <laughs> Matt would Matt was a you know we would go out and he never drove, but he would at the end of the night you're tired. He would eat something, go into the bathroom, lock the door, and fall asleep on the crapper. And it happened <laughs> once where he said okay, but then it kept happening, and he for the first six times he never remembered it happened. He swore the next day we were lying. But do you remember Ethan the first time? Oh yeah, like even even in my apartment. Um, so yeah, it was like 
uh, yeah, there's there's not a uh, early mem- uh, memory of that. So, yeah, but it's yeah, there's definitely clear memories of that. It would be funny because if you just look up into us, it would take us like ten minutes to get him out of there. Then we get him, he'd be fine. He could pull his pants up. It wasn't like anything horrible, guys. It was just he fell asleep. Yeah, I sometimes he didn't even use the bathroom. He just sat down and fell asleep. Then he went to bed. But uh, it was always I mean, funny. I never really next... checked the toilet to see if he had used the bathroom. No, so but that's maybe no, your, your like thing. His pants, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, you know, want to look at the fecal matter to make sure there's no striations or blood to make sure we don't have to take him to the hospital. That's that's friendship. That's friendship. That's friendship right there. But you know, I always were amazed. The next day he would look at us like we were crazy. Like, no, really, you did. He never believed it. Until Greg videoed him one time. I think. How about your question, Tier? My question, two-part question, two-part question. Mm -hmm. First, within arm's reach, do you have physical dice next to you you right now? Wow. Okay. Out of of all the – here's part two. Out of all the dice you own, what is your favorite? Uh, You know, I've lost – so many dice. I don't know where they go, but but like uh, I had to, I had this yellow twenty sided die that that I lost like you know probably like five years ago, and I, and I still miss it. It was like an ugly yellow die, but I had it for like a million years, so I oh. really miss that die. So I don't really have a favorite anymore. Like I have a bunch of dice, of course, but you know, like none of them seem special. Okay, All right. yeah, it's sad. I had a green dice. It was in my old, uh, and I haven't found it yet. When we moved, it's in the old. Uh, Matt had it too. Matt has one too. It's an NBC kit from when you were in the military back in the eighties uh, and nineties. And yeah. I had a green marbleized dice that became my die, and that was my twenty-sided die in every game. Uh, but uh, it's I haven't found it recently. So now I got these metal die that if I throw them too hard, it'll break through the wall because uh, yeah. they're that hard. I don't even want to throw Venture them on the tables. Table. Oh, God, they're loud, too. Yeah. So, Nathan, you know, we talked about your favorites. We talked about how you got into things. But, like, why do you why do you like to play role-playing games? Uh, get to hang out with cool people. Well, get to hang, hang out with people. Wait, is that in the other game that you play? <laughs> not, not with... Uh, can't be, what, so. It's obviously yeah, not it's, with me. Again, it's, <laughs> it's like... like uh, you know, I played with you for for quite a while, Tier Sean, uh, like over twenty years now. Yeah, yeah. closer to uh, thirty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess probably thirty years for yeah. you. And, and and Matt was high school. Yeah. Jesus, I mean, it's it's just like what other kind of hobbies do you like keep people in and stay in their lives for 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 this long and get to you know spend like you know four hours. You know, fucking around at a table with a bunch of dice. I mean, it's it's uh, that's that's what it's all about. Is is uh, is uh, just you know acting like goofballs for for a few hours when when you when you can when you get some yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that at a strip joint because the dice might roll somewhere and you might lose them in some place. So you've been talking about strip joints a lot tonight. Yeah, Sean, is I know. On your mind? Yeah, yeah. I'm just reminiscing about the you know my when I first met you guys and. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, remember how much I'm just, I'm actually thinking about the, the first women time I danced drinks. for you. Yeah, the first time you danced for me. That was, that was, uh, that was a uh, club. Yeah, I lost a bet. And, uh, but so we had a guy who, uh, I remember he wanted to go down there one night when the girls left. The hanger club tier was a strip joint in PG, Southern PG County for women. Hanger, got it. 
So his idea was we should all go down there when the women leave the club. And I'm like, that's actually a brilliant idea. You're going to get these boozed up women who are horny coming out. Now, mind you, you don't know what they're going to look like. So it's not a club. So it's sort of like we never did it. But I was up for it because just, just for the story to see. You know, I'm not saying I would have gone into bed with any of them or anything. I'm not like that. Just, just, yeah. I mean, I was, I was never. I was, I was a saint, a chaste person before I met my wife. You know, all these stories of strip joints are just. This is my persona, guys. I'm not really like this, but, uh, but, uh, but <laughs> my persona. But yeah, that, that, that was funny. Uh, no, I just. God, how much money I wasted in uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah in, on on therapy, thinking about going to strip clubs. Yes, you never therapy. do because you're you're a chaste person. Yes. Um, well, it, this leads us to our next question. Is like Nathan, what? it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Look, I'm trying to t- I'm trying to tie this shit together. Okay, I, I got we, we can sit we can have a podcast around talking about going to strip clubs. In the in the late you know in the which, early nineties, which, which so, none of us has done in thirty years. So let's go. <laughs> Um, so what real world experiences do you think have shaped the way you play role-playing games? Do you, do you think anything has had from your outside, your real life, quote unquote, real life had, you know, ha- has changed the way you do things? Well, yeah. So I kind of have a, uh, somewhat of a, a sales type job right now. Uh, it's yes. kind of that, that work experience, um, and kind of like just really being able to listen, uh, you know, like when I'm a player, I'm like, really, I'm, I'm not the, I am, I'm not a great player cause I, I, I am quite, I'm too quiet. I don't really, you know, I, I connive a lot and plan a lot, but I don't really say a lot, but, but I think really, uh, my, my work life has really helped me, uh, help me listen, uh, help me be more comfortable uh, uh, in the public speaking aspect of, of being, you know, DM. You know, I still stammer a lot and say, and I kind of like have to ponder and um and uh and think about what I'm going to say. Uh, but I'm really a lot better, and, and uh, I'm a lot better at at. Uh, uh, it's made made me a better DM, really. Um, not really a better player, but maybe a, a better DM all around. Just, just kind of the, my work uh, experience. I think it'd be a little hard on yourself. I think some of your characters are great. Uh, I like your uh, and Matt's the game. We, you know, we met my friend, friend Matt runs a Starfinder game, and your character in that game has some of the best one-liners and this subtle, subtle little things comments he makes that are fucking hilarious. Like, hey, uh, so the the setup is there's a machine basically that shoots a big laser, but it's powered by life. And he's like, and he talks up to my character, who is sort of this religious sect likes a lot. He think they think he was a religious figures. Hey, uh, you think we can get some of them people to go into this chamber for a test? And I'm going, you want to test the cannon? I said, I'll get back with you. But it's real subtle and quiet, and like you know, just really evil, but just in, in such a non-offending way. It just, it, I thought it was great. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I plot and scheme. I'm just not super. Uh, I'm just not super verbose as a player. Not, uh, not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't. I don't know anybody like that. Uh, so, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and the sad part is, as much as you, as much as you all talk about it, uh, Malcolm puts you all to shame. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Jesus Christ! The 
most verbose characters. Yep. Elegant. Brilliant. Brilliance. Brilliant elegant, tapestry. Elegant characters. Jesus but Christ. It, it possesses the inability for one-word answers. I, I, am, <laughs> I, I am a crude, blunt instrument compared to him. His, his razor ship. Razor you ship. Are, you, razor are the sharp ha- you are the hammer to his velvet glove. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I, I really miss him. Uh, uh, so I'm 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 sad he couldn't make the uh, rest of the uh, Alien games. Yes, uh, those first couple of sessions with him playing Chaplin, uh, I was he, he I was dying. Listen, yeah, he was listening to those back again. Uh, you know, from the test recordings. God, yeah, he's, he's killing me. He was um, back talking Gunny every chance he could, and I'm just like just trying not to laugh. But we probably wouldn't even be in the fort yet. If we were still playing, no, no, we would No, we It would be awesome and amazing. But, <laughs> it would be but, gold. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'd be playing that for like a year. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have we'd have three different character systems ready to go behind this, just characters made ready, and we'd still be like <laughs> Malcolm. We were really trying to finish this. Just, I know, but I think we could do this, and my character wants to explore. And I'm like, oh god, Jesus Christ. This week I want to take up painting. What? 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 <laughs> Madam but, I mean, but that, but that, that, that goes about how you roll, how you run games. You yeah, run you your let games the characters pretty, run. You, you, you run your game sandbox. Like you yeah. let us explore the world, feel stuff that you, you know. We know, like we know you wanted us to get over to the fort. We know you wanted us to do that, but you, you let us go and do what we need, no, what we like, needed to do. I, you know? I totally. C- you you totally could have gone to the uh, airfield or or spaceport or whatever it's called, and and that would have delayed things. You'd end back in Fort Nebraska anyway because you wouldn't need because the all the ships there are destroyed. But <laughs> but uh, well well, but yeah, well like, yeah, I mean D and D. You know we yeah. spent what two weeks just just riding around the outside of the fort of the hill giants. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I remember the way like uh, like uh, I really uh, I have. I usually like uh so like in this upcoming Twilight Two Thousand game uh or I guess we'll be by the time this is published we'll probably be uh part way into it but uh, I really only have like uh two kind of uh events planned mm-hmm. uh I call them events they're not really events but I have like two things planned and other than that I'm really trying to. Like I'm right now, if I if I share my screen, you'd see like a a, a map uh, from the alpha, and you'll see a bunch of Wikipedia Wikipedia pages of Polish cities. So I can one learn how the fucking pronounce them. <laughs> oh, good luck with that. I I've been I, I I can pronounce them. I've been to Poland, so I I got, okay. I got a few down. We'll get um, tested, Turpin. Yeah, uh, yeah, Wotz and. Uh, was it uh, Crippets? Something like that. But anyway, so so I'm trying to like basically like because there's this I can kind of like put you down there, and but it's up to you on on which direction you go because you're 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 basically like given a map and say so, okay well you know you can't go back here because there's the Russians destroyed that city and and you know you'll die if you go back there. Where do you want to go? <laughs> and uh, so I'm basically like uh, trying to learn as much as I can about the surrounding areas, and then and 
and see what you guys want to do. And there's some random encounters and stuff like that. But I have like kind of two things that are going to happen, you know, or that will be around uh, no matter which way you go. And and that's kind of going to drive the drama, I think. And and this that 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 sounds pretty good. Um, I, I'm looking forward to that. So let's try and move this on a little bit because yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great, but you're talking like me. Uh, I know. Why do you think role-playing games are so popular today, Nathan? Um, really, it's it's. Uh, I think there's we've got a lot of uh, escapist culture, um, and uh, kind of the, the 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 kind of the geek culture is, is king now. Look at all the you know three thousand Marvel movies we have. Uh, We've had a, a whole other Star Wars series, which we, you know, never knew we were going to have when when I was like you know eight years old, you know, going to see the, the first one, uh, and that's that's driving the money, and I think that's kind of taking away some of the stigma that things like D and D used to have, um, and then you get the people that uh, uh, you know, a lot of the the video games that people play kind of come. Mm-hmm. From RPGs, role playing games, so so it's, it's you're seeing a lot of kind of cross contamination, like especially with things like uh, uh, you know the new Cyberpunk video game and Cyberpunk Red, the RB, RPG. Um, you've got uh, people who've only played video games as well. Oh, there's a, this this what's this other this is pen and paper Cyberpunk Red thing, and they're like looking up on that and 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 trying to figure that out and and. Uh, um, and the D and D is, is so popular now. They're making it super easy with D and D Beyond and, and Critical Role success. Of course, is 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 driven a lot of that. And, and kudos to them. I, I love listening to those guys. Uh, and Nerd Poker too. That's like my two favorite D and D podcasts. Um, so yeah. Oh great! You just ruined Sean's other question. Thanks. What are your favorite D and D podcasts? Now you've ruined it. I, you know what, you know, I, Sean. I don't know if I can continue. I, I this is just too much. Yeah, that was my question. That was the most uh, important question I had tonight for you, Nathan. Well, you, have, you, you know what? Let's ones. let's just go to another crossfire question. Yes, go. Right. Oh God, go ahead. <laughs> All right, Nathan. Yes. Free Tibet. No. Oh. Okay. They deserve what they got. Consequences, man. Consequences. Yeah, the Dalai Lama. I'm with Nathan. The Dalai Lama is actually the ultimate evil in the universe. There. I mean, <laughs> him and his 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 cool demeanor is a lie. We're gonna we're gonna have to disagree on that one. That's, right. that's actually, cool. That's cool. I respect your opinion, brother. Yeah. It's cool. So, it's cool. So, so I'm gonna ask the interesting question, and uh, from a personal standpoint, so you, I've gamed with you a lot. Uh, this is a. Uh, actually, by the way, the Matt question earlier, I actually thought Matt was going to watch this. That's why I wanted to ask one about the crapper. Let me put that disclaimer in. That's why I asked it, and it was down I'm here. Edit that out. Who knows? You are okay. You probably should. I don't know. I'll see. But uh, that, I wanted Matt to respond to that. But um, so I edit out a lot of your dialogue anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't, no, no, you should. I say a lot of inappropriate things. Uh, it's just going to be the intro, your answers, and us saying goodbye. That's it. <laughs> tear, tear stuff will all be there. Every time Sean, Sean has no fear, he doesn't care about the social consequences of his, his verbiage. We gotta because he thinks it's all bullshit. So, uh, so we, so if you look at character, what is the most I'd say ridiculous? As in, and it could be ridiculous, or it could be like ridiculously stupid, or ridiculously amazing character mm. you ever saw somebody play. 
and fr- followed up by what is the stupidest idea you ever saw somebody play as a as a character in a game? And it can be any game. It can even be a character I played as ridiculously stupid. I won't be offended by because I played some ridiculous stuff. Man, there are so so many ridiculous. There's got to be one that rises to the top. The one that rises right to the top. The first one you can uh, think of. Well, see, I, I can only think of my own stuff. That's, that's I'm such a narcissist. Um, no. Yeah, that's that's what I think of when I think of you, Nathan, as narcissist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm a closet narcissist. Um, <laughs> a passive narcissist. <laughs> He's an arsonist. Ar- arsonist. Um, man, there's so uh, at Malcolm's house one time we we brought out the Marvel superheroes. Yes. Uh, the phase rip. Yes. Uh, game and uh, just made random characters from from rolling and uh, Matt made this uh, uh, the the guy from the the Motley Crew album covers. What's that guy called? Oh, you're just a mar- the, the, the zombie you mean, guy. You, you, no, you mean, you mean, you mean Iron Maiden. Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yes. Eddie. 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 Not, not a heavy metal guy. <laughs> Eddie. I knew Eddie. Was, so, so Matt made Eddie and uh, his, so he had a kind of a, a, a punch that he could uh, do at, from a distance. That was the power. And the way he explained it was basically he was like throwing his his fist at his, his arm would like disconnect and fly across uh, the air and and, and hit people uh, his his limbs. So that was pretty ridiculous. Um, that's like the first thing that came, comes to mind. But that's good. I, that's I, good. I did make a really ridiculous villain uh, for champions. If you want to hear about it, yeah, it's real quick. Sure, sure. I used to play a ton of champions, and, and I loved to get back into it. But so. I had this one villain, and he showed up uh, at every 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 time there was a battle uh, in the public, and he'd only show up like right when the battle was done. <laughs> and, and we we do this thing where like after the battle, like the reporters would come in, the police would come in, and, and, and the crowds would come in and congratulate the heroes, and and the news there's like a bunch of microphones and, and cameras in the faces of all the heroes, so they get interviews. And this villain's power, uh, so he had three powers. He had shrinking, like I think like nine levels. So he's like that big. Uh, He had flight, and he had a very uh, specific version of mind control. He could only do one thing with it. He could mind control you to make you pick pick your nose. He was was called Booger. <laughs> and that wasn't the first thing that came to mind. No, that's amazing. Oh my oh. god, that oh. is amazing. But yeah, he had like because he can only do this one thing. He has so many dice. He had like twenty dice in mind control or something like that. Nathan, and, this is what and, I'm talking about when you knew your characters. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Like my characters, you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see what you guys are gonna do. But um, yeah, it, that was that was a lot of fun, and everybody hate them. And, and like as you guys know, <laughs> you can never find them. You you guys hate me because uh, um 
because you, you ain't me. Um, <laughs> no, I no, I like you, Nathan. I hate you. I give you shit when you we go something that's obvious that we would notice. Like, oh yeah, all three of these guys, the chest bursters came out of them and they just disappeared. Like we didn't notice three guys' chest explode somehow. <laughs> Nathan, I was like, that's when I give you the motherfucker. I said, Man, Nathan, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> it, did, it didn't affect the game anymore. I was going to do it a lot sooner, but we were just dragging along. Too, I, know, I thought it was funny. And... It was funny how you cut cords, and I, 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 it's one of us will catch you on it, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. I think everybody does it. Yeah. All right, I think we got about two, uh, about two more questions left. Okay. Yeah. I know we're running out of time. I know I don't. Hey, we're having such a great time, hey, to bring up a heavy yeah. topic, but uh, has the pandemic changed the way that you game? How the fuck I mean, is that uh, heavy? Uh, that's not people that die every day. It's like mm-hmm. thousands of people dying every day. You know, yeah, yeah, but you know, it's it, you know, it's it, it's people. You know, it, it, it's 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 just sad. Yes, it's true. You see, you're, we're talking. You're, we're talking. You're, we're, you're, thanks, Karen. You're bringing me down. Thank you. You know, you're, I mean, you're welcome. I'll put the hat of shame on later. It's fine. Uh, Jesus, you <laughs> dick. You know, I, I hate to say this, but it's been it's been good for my gaming because you know I. I spent like so much time with you guys and, uh-huh. and getting to know uh, uh, Chris and Tony. And uh, so that, that's really changed and, and having like a regular thing. Cause, cause a lot of times when um, cause I, I love people, have people at my house, I've got like a whole room kind of set mm-hmm. up for, for this and I'm still like decorating it and nobody's like really used it. In, I know Jesus you know, a yeah. year. I saw it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that sucks not having people around because that's really good because you really you know like the way we play now when, when we get together is like you know half of it's food you know yeah. <laughs> and drinking and 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 all that stuff um but now it's it's uh we're really i think as far as like kind of the really f- fun parts of the, the gaming part, not just the, the friends part, the friends part is fun either way, but the, the gaming parts I think is actually uh, better because we're like concentrating more on the game. There's, there's uh, less side talk and, and we're more consistent because before, you know, a game like we're, we, we do now, we'd be, we do, we'll do like once a month. That's the only time we will get together and sit down and, and game the way that we're comfortable gaming in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, so I've got, I've got, uh, your game. And, uh, you know, I don't know why I didn't, didn't mention this earlier, but, uh, I have this great Thursday night group of, of people that are like almost half my age. And, uh, they're like teaching me, a, a, they're teaching me a lot about like, uh, how they game. And it's because I've really mostly all my life played with, you know, you, Sean, you know, Sean, Matt, and, and a few other people, I haven't really opened up my, my, my gaming group. And with this, uh, my Thursday night, uh, crowd, um, it, it's, it's so nice playing with them because, uh, they're, I'm getting to know them. They're getting to know me. So it's, it's just, um, I'm doing a, a lot more gaming. So, uh, that was probably, that's, I should just edit out everything else and say, it's, it's changed because I'm doing a lot more gaming. <laughs> No, I, I agree with you there. I think this uh, technology is a big help. We could have done this like ten years ago in the same fashion. Yeah. Um, so we're moving on real quick because we, you know, uh, we hit we hit that question. So, is there anything else you'd like to share for our listeners? Man, uh, 
So I, I just love this this hobby, and I hope uh, that you you know enjoy the the strong, crazy personalities that everybody brings to our table. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, and I, I hope you basically. I hope you you have you know if you're you know younger than me, I hope you have what I have now. It's like a I'm 50 years old and I've got a bunch of friends that I see all the time and, you know, and, you know, we have like such a strong bond and it's, it's because of gaming. Uh, there's, you know, without, without, I never would have met like any of these people. Um, and it's brought us together. So I'm just, you know, I, uh, I hope you have what I have. So that's a, that, that's a pretty good summary. And, you know, and I just want to say myself and T were not paid to be here today. So there's truth to that. <laughs> um, and this, I think, will wrap a session of Meet the Cast. Uh, thank you, Nathan, for sitting sitting down and sharing your personal story with us. And thanks again to you, the listeners, for tuning into the Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. Assholes. Zombies. Until next yeah, time, assholes. stay safe, healthy. As Tony Cooper would say. But, T, do you have any final thoughts? Yep. Just thanks everybody, and we'll uh, hope we'll see you next week. Yep, we'll see you all next week, and uh, please enjoy. Uh, leave your comments in the comments section, and uh, you know, and just remember, you know, keep your dice warm. Thank you. <laughs> Bear claw. Bear claw. Bear claw. <laughs> <laughs>